0: Hello and welcome to Watchpoint Radio, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, also known as Ja, and I am here with Mikey Kinney, also known as Keylock. Dead inside! Is that the whole song? No, but that's just the part I care about. <laughs> For today, anyway. Mike has had a uh, rough day at work, folks. Hopefully I don't make it that much worse tonight. <laughs> so... We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. This is episode number 54. We are recording on April 25th for release on April 26th. Kind of quiet in the Overwatch uh, realm. However, we do have some more information on the Nexus Challenge, which directly involves Overwatch. So it's not like last week, just kind of telling you about the new maps and stuff like that. So that's cool. We're going to talk a little bit about Netcode because... Actually, one of Overwatch's quote-unquote competitors released a video about NetCode. And I kind of want to talk about that versus the, uh, the, the 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 theory that Overwatch uses for NetCode. So we're going to talk about that. Of course, we have some weekly updates uh, and community feedback and another community discussion. So before we get into that, I'd like to welcome anyone who is... Listening to for the very first time, thank you very much for checking us out and taking the time to uh, you know come come listen to us. Uh, you know we should know that you know we do talk about Overwatch news and some esports, but the main focus of the show is the Overwatch community and the state of the game. So that's you know, most of our topics. Even the news and the esports revolve around the community. So we're going to talk about that before we head into our main topics. Mikey, how has thou week been in Overwatch? Thou, god damn the church i'm in a good mood i'm in a good mood so
1: (sighs) yeah someone someone did have to go into the office today
0: Uh (laughs) (laughs) Um this is true this is true um (laughs) my
1: my week was pretty good um i can't complain i got a couple of loot boxes i haven't gotten anything i wanted out of this damn whole fucking thing though so just just shitty voice lines, shitty sprays and shitty icons all around yay when
0: i when i pop open a loot box I'm fully expecting to see three whites and a blue. That's what I expect to see at this point. I'm not salty anymore. I'm just dead about the fucking issue. So you're I'm dead, dead inside. It. I'm de- when it comes to loot boxes, <laughs> yeah. Like you know what? Something like you know, most people watch the screen when they hit the loot box. Like I'll just watch it, and like I'll be looking somewhere else. I mean, I mean, I'll hit the button. I'll be looking somewhere else, like on my phone or doing something. I know I'm not going to get good shit if I look back and there's yellow on the screen. of all... It's probably coins, but second of all, I mean if it is something it's probably it's probably not any event legendary, you know I've got one event legendary so far, so I'm I, over it.
1: I haven't gotten an event legendary at all, so
0: yeah, yeah,'m thinking of oh well, I'm better than you in that way, that's, yeah that's
1: there you, there you go, Lisa, but <laughs> I got the red may from. New
0: Year's. Yes, you did. We talked about that. Me and Mikey talked about that the other day. He got the Red May, which I wanted, but I didn't realize that he wanted the lilac May, which I got. Yeah. So Blizzard just gave us both the finger in that aspect. Pretty much (laughs) until next year. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully,
1: hopefully. fingers crossed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Year of... I don't even know what next year is. I was going to say Year of the Dragon, but if you ask me every year is Year of the Dragon... Until they tell me it's something else. I mean, so. that'd be cool.
1: That's my year, so I'm down for that.
0: Oh, yeah. I think I was born in Year of the Rat, which is oh. supposed to be a good thing. I don't know. I, Are
1: we, like... I think... Or no, I'm enemies with the dog. I think that dog is not my friend.
0: Year of the Dog. I think. I don't know. I, don't know. I have to read that Chinese New Year. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I read one time what Year of the Rat was... On like some type of placemat at a Chinese restaurant, American Chinese restaurant, so they weren't actually serving Chinese food. <laughs> that's that's how I know. I'm mean, I'm pretty sure I'm here the rabbi. I can't remember what that means. So yay. Um, All I know is i got to get a good back year. to Overwatch. I guess. <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: this Overwatch, Overwatch cast is about Chinese New Year calendars,
0: everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I've had a co- I had opened up a couple loot boxes this week. I played. Actually, I ended up playing some competitive, a little bit of competitive. I need to do that. I, I made I it to Platinum. What would say? <laughs> I haven't placed. I still haven't yeah, done I my placements. How so long do I, I have? Oh, I don't even know. They haven't announced the end of the season yet.
1: Okay, good. Well, when they announce it, I'll play my 10, and I'll just get my gold from that and move on.
0: I would imagine. I think it's in the middle of May. Maybe, maybe a little earlier than that. I'm not 100% sure. But if it was... Cut, like Some people thought it was going to be next week. But if it was next week already, I think they would have announced it. So. But yeah, I made it to Platinum. And I was promptly brought out of Platinum. SR-wise. Because the next team I play... Because I, 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 I got 60 SR from one game. Because I haven't been playing any games. So I won one match. Because remember, I've played two matches so far. The one I lost. And the other one, the server crashed. So now I got the third one. I win one. Bam, I'm in Platinum. And then... I played a team that just couldn't get it together. We had somebody who was Widowmaker. And when they were like, okay, well, I'll switch off a of Widowmaker or something else if I'm not doing well. So they weren't doing well with Widowmaker. They switched to Hanzo. But I didn't tilt. I did not tilt. And I tried to keep the team from tilting, but Ja couldn't do it. Ja couldn't do it. So I failed at that. I take that loss on the chin. I'm only 13 away, 13 SR away. From getting back in the Platinum, I just need to actually try it hard. I broke my own rules. I, I did solo queue. I guess the thing, I, I don't think I have a ch- a choice now. Like, there's just, most of the people on my friends list are either super high, like, well, not super high, but like, let's say diamond level, and having them play with me, let's say if we do a two-man or a three-man, that risks them getting placed with three other people who may not necessarily be played that well, and it brings them down. And then other people on my list are, like, low gold, silver. And, I mean, at this point, I think if you want to climb, you really need to play with people in your ranking. I would say, uh, I mean, I think I talked about it before, but, you know, hopefully within 250 SR of you, at the max within 500 SR of you. But, you know, so I started doing some solo queue. It wasn't terrible. But that second game was just exactly how I expected it to be, you know? And I did play a little bit more of the event, mainly so I can get the achievement for playing all four characters. But I still have to play Tracer. I mean, I still might do it. Like, I think this week, especially since the last week, I am going to do the nine wins so I can get at least three loot boxes. So I think I'm going to do that. But hey, anyway, that's a question, I'm not sure, Mike, when the season ends. I mean, I do not have any dreams of going into Diamond this season. I am hoping to get into mid platinum, maybe high platinum, so that when I place for season five, hopefully it will actually um you know keep me in platinum this time. Even though I was mid platinum before and it put me in the gold, I don't understand it because the guys that I played with to place, both of them were in platinum. And I did better than they did, so I <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you know, we'll see. Uh but you know, let's uh, go ahead and get into our top story. Top story. Okay, so Nexus Challenge 2.0, we got a little bit of information about it last week. Most of it was about Genji and the Hanamura map and how that plays, and we talked about that, bringing more Overwatch into Heroes of the Storm. Um, Now, we have way more detail about how like what prizes you're gonna get, and how you get them. So first of all, it starts on April 25th and it ends on May 22nd. Now I thought that was interesting. Um Now actually, we'll, we'll kind of we'll get into it of a, a, um, the prizes a little later. But this week's prize for doing the Nexus Challenge is the Oni Genji skin. So it's kind of like playing catch up from the last one. So that's kind of I, I assume that's why they made it the first week, which is overlapping with the uh, Overwatch Uprising event, because it's not that important to Overwatch players. If you already did the Nexus Challenge, it's just giving you a chance to get it again if you missed it. But, uh, yeah, so I thought it was it was interesting that they did April 25th to May 22nd, which is right before the one-year anniversary of Overwatch. Uh, me and Mike think that they don't want to overlap events, so it wouldn't be a far throw to think that they're going to do an event for the one year anniversary of overwatch you i know?
1: i i would I would be shocked if there wasn't something on the one year anniversary of overwatch you know anything you know i if even if it i even if it was just an animated short, I imagine something's dropping so if I can speculate
0: I'm thinking an animated short a comic, a new map. And some new skins. Ooh, you talk- bold. You bold. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's I am. Well, that's they too talking much.
0: About, <laughs> I don't. Th- I think they're they're talking about getting more McCree skins. They're talking about more... Uh, they're talking about Hanzo skins, because people are always complaining about that. Uh, who else are they talking about? It'd be I nice to get a Symmetra skin, but whatever. You know, you d- do your thing. You want a Symmetra Legendary skin, because you want the uh, turrets. Yeah, I've. I mean, I would... She
1: hasn't gotten one, so... She's had purples all throughout. Purple every... I think she's had a purple, like, every event, except for... No, she had a... Uh, is the em, emotes are green, right? Or not uh, emote? Green. Yeah, emotes. Like, they're green, right? Yeah, well, except the Zarya one. That's legendary, but whatever. And yeah. the D.Va video game one, but... That's... Yeah, that's also legendary, correct. Okay, so yeah, all her stuff has been, like, purples, you know... Like, mm. I want to say she's almost had a purple every event except for Summer Games and Chinese New Year. No, she did have a purple. She had a dress change. Yeah, she did. It like was actually pretty nice. She I just, wear that.
0: I, I, well, do. I don't wear it, but that's the skin that she <laughs> that has. That would be, someone draw that.
1: I need that drawn.
0: Um. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry for that image, folks. Sorry. <laughs> My mistake go for it like finish say what you're gonna
1: say (laughs) i i mean i'm just saying she said nothing but purples it's you think it's time but whatever
0: i mean you're right i mean it's i I can't remember actually be honest she does not have a single legendary that i want so it'll be nice to get more legendaries for symmetra especially because i do play her on occasion i actually have stopped play, start playing her less since she became more cheesy I mean, I've played her a little less too, but she's still my highest played hero. Like, yeah. Zarya is still my highest played hero. I, I think maybe because when I'm like, I don't know who to pick. I'm going with Zarya. Because like, it's just like, you know, I'll protect you. I'll protect me. I'll get a little power. And we'll go ahead and we'll win. I you know. I, I just know. always pick Farrah.
1: Like, if I just don't know what to play, I'm just like, I play Farrah until I see a Widowmaker
0: that can actually land a shot. And then I'm like, yes, "Okay. Yes, that is important because the Widowmaker on my team could not. We had a Pharah flying around and I could just see the Tracer's going f- 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 like right past fucking uh Farrah in the sky. I'm like, "Man, that's a nice breeze she has up there." <laughs> right? Uh yeah, but but, yeah, Yeah, so the um I I do think that we're going to see some new skins for characters that uh, have been lacking them. And a new map. Uh, they, you know, we talked about last week. They said they have three new maps that are in the uh, in the works. And I f- believe it was a few weeks ago that we talked about them having one map that was very close to completion. Like, in the art phase. So, the map itself is done. The map is complete. Uh, and now they're just making it look pretty. Or ugly, depending on what kind of map it is. Right. So, And actually, I'm sorry. I think we messed up last week because... There's three new regular maps that are going to go into the quick play rotation. They said they have two additional maps on top of that that will not go in the quick play. So right. Either, either talking event maps or uh, okay. just arcade stuff.
1: I would say event maps.
0: I would. I would really think they're probably event maps. I would imagine so. Um, but actually, maybe maybe it's going to be an event. Maybe it's going to be another event for maybe uh, the new year i don't know maybe because think about it, i mean like right now it looks like they're trying to not just overwatch but even world of warcraft is trying to ramp up the events having more events that are unique to make people keep playing the game so you know we end we we ended the holidays like it, beginning of january i I'm, didn't the christmas not the christmas but the uh the holiday um event going to january like to the beginning of january then in February, we had a uh, Year of the Rooster. Beginning of April now, we have the Uprising event. You know, we may get another event at the end of next month. And then if they they never, they, they put an if on summer games. But if we have an event that runs from May 24th to, let's say, the beginning of July, you take July off, you know, four weeks off, and then that puts you right into August, which puts you right into range of summer games. And then after summer games, you have September off that puts you right back in October for another Halloween event. You have November off and boom, you get back into uh, another uh, holiday event. We just cracked Overwatch's event code folks. We just did. I it, suppose you, you did. Congratulations. I, said, we, I was trying to give us credit.
1: I mean, you're um, the one that really talked it out. I'm not. I'm not. I, plus, this way, if it's wrong, I don't have to you know, say like, Mike, I was wrong. For
0: for somebody who argues with me so much, you don't give yourself enough credit. You love yourself. <laughs> love yourself. Look, I'm doing
1: this for when you're wrong, and then I don't have to say I was wrong.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna start a new hashtag. You know, love your <laughs> hashtag. Love yourself. Key lock. Oh my god! <laughs> don't do
1: that. Uh people hey will actually listen to you and your religious zealotness.
0: Oh don't talk about the church of jaw like that. <laughs> like church of, is thing. the church of
1: jaw gonna end out like outlast too?
0: Is that how this is gonna end? No, it's not gonna end like that. <laughs> See, we were I was being nice to you, now you're being mean to the church and you <laughs> can't be having that
1: so it's, it's back on to normal <laughs> that's that's what I, that's that's it was weird when you were being nice could you just be normal again that'd be great
0: <laughs> yeah great now see this is why people don't think we're friends <laughs> probably accurate <laughs> uh but yeah so i don't know maybe maybe that is how they want to do it a month on month off so that people don't get because if you have an event every single month first of all that's going to burn out the team right and second of all that's kind of like people then it doesn't become as special but if you can do different events, you know, with new scans and stuff like that, that would be pretty awesome. And then it's not like you have to do the – I do think the, uh, the, over, the um, Uprising event, they're pro- I think they're going to keep Uprising the all-characters mode in. I do think they're going to do that, and I really hope so. Uh, but they can always replace the Uprising event with something else next year. Maybe next year they do another lore event and that'll give them the chance to put the Uprising skins back into it to pick up. Yeah. Woo! We are on fire! That is good. (laughs) Uh,
1: Good hopes, good dreams.
0: We'll see if they're real or not. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you're such a downer. Anyway, back to the Nexus Challenge. Uh, Yes, it starts April 25th, ends May 2nd, and uh, basically, it's not as difficult to as the first one actually the first one wasn't difficult it it was like 30 games total to get the oni genji skin so what most people ended up doing was just playing a bunch of games versus cpu it was still kind of time consuming now you only need to play five games per week with friends that's it so at the most because it's going for four weeks it's 20 games as opposed to 30 i think that's cool so let's get to the prizes like we said week one Genji skin again so if you did not get the Genji skin last time here is your chance and also just to uh special just to let everybody know if you don't know this if you're a console player all you have to do is link your battle.net account if you do not have a battle.net account they are free make a battle.net account link it to your overwatch account on your console and the Oni Genji skin or any of these prizes will be available on your on your Overwatch for console as long as you link the uh the account, okay? So week one, Oni Genji skin. Old news. The good shit comes in week two. Officer Diva skin. Mm-hmm. When, when I saw this, I was like, yes, yes yes like every this is gonna as soon as i get it i'm switching to the skin and i i can't see myself switching off of it diva does not have i don't i'm not a huge fan of any of diva's legendary skins i mean i guess the the coolest one she has is the b but i have the b and i choose to use the black
1: see i like the junker the junker scavenger one
0: i don't like that one Overwatch is such a clean and like futuristic world, and then you have Steam. Park. Have you looked at work. Have you
1: looked at Roadhog?
0: Yeah, but that's he's a, he's, a, <laughs> he's an animal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's been through a lot. He deserves to look have the way he looks. Have you seen Junkrat? Well, yeah, well that's the thing. Not a, yeah, I have, but still, it fits where they come from, right?
1: Okay, Australia. I'm just saying, Australia is where shit
0: really hit the fan.
1: Your your clean world kind of went to shit the minute they came in. <laughs>
0: Man, oh, oh, God, is this you're, your nitpicker? I'm talking about steampunk. Steam Wait, punk, steampunk, steampunk. I am the nitpicker? Wait, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Here we go. Why, this is, why, is why what we were you, waiting for. Weren't
1: you like two weeks ago shitting on an event because they had sh- shitty shit lines, it's like double voice lines that you were just like, they're shit?
0: That's why so I nitpicker. hate this event. <laughs> That is not nitp- I didn't. First of all, you're over-exaggerating. I never said I hated this event.
1: Right. Never. You just hate their I, way of using
0: voice lines or loot boxes and you think it's shitty. Exactly. And that's not nitpicking. That is a very valid uh, complaint. It's yeah. a very valid complaint. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I'm ta- so if you want to get specific, I'm talking about the steampunk look of that skin.
1: Is it really steampunk? I don't see any clockwork gear and shit all over it. Dude, it is such a steampunk look. Oh my god, fine. (laughs) To me, it just looks like a scavenger from, like, fucking, like, a Dune-ish, like,
0: world or whatever, but what, okay. You know who you're disappointing right now? Disco Dan. Disco Disco Dan. Dan Disco Dan is disappointed in you right now. <laughs> 'cause he was so happy to hear positive Mikey nice Mikey, and then now regular Mikey's back, so <laughs> sorry about you I'm, I'm sorry disco life, man. I'm sorry life so um, yeah, so the officer diva skin, I was actually a bit surprised to be honest with you it is it's a super cool skin I mean basically she is dressed up in a a police outfit, I guess it's like something kinda I of, do Korean police wear that. It kind of, i do don't—I'm I, I, not sure. I, I think I've seen—I don't know if I've seen—I've seen, I've seen that, that uniform before. That's why I'm, I'm asking. I can't remember if Japanese police officers kind of wear that suit with like the like the uh, you know the shirt with the long pants and then like the the hat. Like there, it's, it has like it's like a, it's not like a you know Walker Texas Ranger hat, but it's like actually let me pull up the picture. Like I'm terrible at describing pictures, by the way. So. <laughs> this may not go so well, but I mean, it Uh, it definitely has a certain look that I've seen before. But that's D.Va. The big important thing is her mech, which is basically, it looks Hot like car. a police car. Huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: It, and if it doesn't go flashing lights when you launch your ult at people, I will be like, well, that's disappointing.
0: That was an opportunity wasted. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But I mean, that's something they can always add in later if enough people complain about it. I mean, you're not wrong, but I'm just going
1: to be like, wasted opportunity, Blizzard, fix it now. <laughs> yeah,
0: like, that is, that is something that totally, like, honestly, her mech now, with this skin specifically, reminds me of, um, oh god, what was the name of the robot, the, the enemy robot in in RoboCop 2? Oh, oh I,
1: pfft,
0: that I don't know. Oh my god! I forget what it's called, and I don't, you know, I don't want to break up the show to go look it up right now. I just started out, my it reminds me of something, and that's what it kind of looks like. It it, it looks more, which is which is cool for me because you know it's, it's fucking Robocop, but it kind of looks like the the enemy robot from Robocop, except divas in it, and on top of it, it has the old school police flashers, not the new shit that police have on their car that make you have a seizure, <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, it it is actually really cool. Um, this also hints possibly that D.Va may be a, uh, you know, a upcoming character in Heroes of the Storm. You know, so that that will be pretty cool because that's what happened with Oni Genji. I mean, we got the Oni Genji skin, and then boom, a couple months later, Genji is actually a character in Heroes of the Storm. So that was nice. So I would definitely check it out. Now the third week it dies down a little bit again uh, because it's just. The, the the prizes you get are a diva spray and an Overwatch icon in the game, like and that you can fly on. It's like a mount, basically. That that, you can, but it's just the Overwatch icon. Um, I don't I don't know why you'd want to use that when uh, the Heroes of the Storm prizes for week one and week two are these really nice bikes. Um, well, I mean, in this show, we're primarily talking the stuff that happens in Overwatch for this for the the event. Uh, there's also some hairs of the storm. Obviously, hairs of the storm prizes, uh, or rewards—I call them prizes, but rewards as well—and they're pretty nice. The the mountain bikes are pretty cool. I plan on getting them each week, you know. So that'd be cool but yeah in terms of overwatch stuff you just get like a diva spray in week three it's not that great now week four in overwatch if you complete the five games you get 10 loot boxes and i hope that means you get 10 loot boxes per platform because for me that would be 30 free loot boxes which would be pretty nice
1: yeah the, that would be nice i i like the free loot box thing
0: yeah that, that's i, pretty I definitely cool. enjoy that yeah, so that was—I mean, ten free loot boxes. I can get ten rares and thirty commons with that. You know,
1: <laughs> I can't roll my eyes harder at you right now.
0: I oh, just can't. Please. You act like, dude, I, I have—I've I've got the receipts. I've got the data to prove that I'm getting shitted on with loot boxes. I—I I know. I just—I just can't
1: roll my eyes harder right now. <laughs>
0: uh yes. Yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, I I am looking forward to the uh, to the uh, to the challenge, and I definitely will be playing with it. Um, uh, if we can, I'll try to organize something in the Discord for you guys, especially if you're a console player that has access to a PC but you've never played Heroes. I am more than happy to play with you because, I mean. Yeah, I'm just more happy with the guys because don't worry, I'm not gonna be like, You need to do this, you need to do that. Let's just go in and have some fun. We don't have to win, we just gotta play five games. That's all. That's you all. know I can I can set
1: aside time to play five games. It just last time it was like thirty games to get everything and I was like,
0: This is a little much. <laughs> yeah, it's f- five games per week. I don't see why not. Um yeah, let's get on the Discord. I'll also I'll also put stuff into the uh the groups on the the, the club on Xbox. And the um, community on PS4, which I know I have some pending invites and I'm going to get to that. I'm very sorry. Uh, But yeah, so the thing about this event, though, uh, there was some complaining from the console community or certain console players where they said they feel like they're being left out, you know, because, yes, if they have access to a PC, they can... You know they can actually they they can do the next challenge, but some people just don't have access to PCs. They don't, which is why they had one, one of the reasons they play games on console. Like their PCs don't run. Here's a storm, even though you can run. Here's a storm on a toaster. You can do that. <laughs> it is not a very <laughs> intensive game. Not but, recommended. I'm not saying <laughs> you're gonna have a good time, but he, say, like, he can run. But either way. um, there was some complaint about that that, you know... Actually, I'll just read it. Anyway, I'll, I'll read what one person put "Is that, As a console player, it's extremely frustrating for me and other players because we cannot get the cool skins like the only Genji skin and the new Office of Diva skin because we can only play on console. Possibly some players can just log on a laptop, even if they are a console player. But unlike me and others, there is absolutely no way we can get the skins. At least give us a chance at getting the promotional skins. Please, Blizzard. Console players need more love. Uh, there was an actual response by Jeff Kaplan, and this is what he said. We completely understand that there are some players who don't own or have access to a PC to play Heroes of the Storm. Get good. Actually, I'm not, I'm just joking. That's not what he said. <laughs> Mike, <laughs> I, I wish we were streaming this because Mike's face, he was just kind of like going along. With it. He's like, oh, okay, he's read this before. He knows that's not what it said. And he was just <laughs> taking my word for it. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I wish uh, I wish we were streaming this that would be fucking awesome but um no that's actually not what it says what it says is that um you know we completely understand that there are some players who do not own or have access to a pc or play Heroes of the storm because of this we plan to add both the only genji skin and the officer diva skin to the normal base overwatch loot box at some point in the future. With that said, I still encourage anyone with access to a PC to play Nexus Challenge. Heroes of the Storm is an amazing game, and you'll unlock those skins for free before anyone else. So, if you actually do not have access to a PC to play Heroes of the Storm, eventually you will be able to get these skins uh, in the loot boxes, maybe I don't know, a few months down the line. But then again, I mean, if you have shitty RNG like me, you may never get it. Um... So it is best if you can lock them in playing the Nexus Challenge, all right? But yeah, I—I uh, I mean, I already talked to a couple people. I'm looking forward to playing with Goose Knuckle again. I haven't played with you in a very long time, and you know, let's get let's get together. Let's make some groups. It's five v five. We'll have a good time, man. We'll have a good time. So, um, but let's move on. I want to talk about Netcode for a little bit. Uh, and this is the there was a video which is going to be in the show notes uh, to a dev diary for Lawbreakers, and they were explaining how netcode works. Now, I mean, we kind of got an example. Actually, we got the supreme example using the cups for netcode. Okay, there's no more supreme example, I guess, except actually using the game itself to show what the how the netcode reacts in certain situations. GG Lawbreakers,
1: but, <laughs> um, but they use the Farah cutie. Like yeah. how how it doesn't get better
0: than that. See that's what I was talking about. The Supreme example with the cups. Exactly. <laughs> uh but yeah, so the approach that net that um that Lawbreakers is taking is actually pretty opposite to the approach that Overwatch takes. And it actually kinda shows what each game is focusing on. I mean it kinda shows that Overwatch is focusing on uh, more of a fun experience than a fair experience. I mean, would you agree with that, Mikey? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's what kind of feels like. This actually kind of rolls into my mantra that that the developers or publishers should not be controlling their competitive communities because of how this kind of plays out. But you know, we all know about the Overwatch trust the shooter mentality. Uh, that's trust the shooter is what overwatch goes by, but if you watch the the video that's gonna be in the show notes, you hear them talking about um you know client authoritative or server authoritative and basically trust the shooter is client authoritative if on the server you've moved out of the way of a bullet, but the client says they shot you, bam it's gonna count so the client is authoritative on that uh but the problem with that, which I'm pretty sure we've all seen is that if somebody is lagging to a degree, they actually have an advantage over you because they haven't received the information from the server yet that you've moved out of the way, right? That's kind of the problem in lawbreakers. They're going with a server authoritative um, uh, method where if you shoot somebody on your client, but the server says that person was already moved, there's no shot. So on your screen, you could literally be shooting somebody through the face, but if you're lagging, that those shots don't count. And actually, I do expect to see uh, in Lawbreakers, it, you will ha- it will be more obvious to the player that they're lagging, because if you, if the server says you are two feet to the right, but you think you're two feet to the left, you know the server's gonna warp you into place when it catches up with you. I mean, I've seen other games do that. I think like Call of Duty does, kind of does that too, the warping um, versus the skipping. If you've been playing, if you've played PC games for a while, you might know, know who I'm talking about. Like, I think like Counter-Strike kind of did the skipping thing where you just kind of skip from place to place, whereas, uh, um, you know, like um, I'm, think, I'm pretty sure Call of Duty does the warping where it actually rubber bands you into a position if you're out of position, based on what the server says, where the server says you are, um, this is important because one of the things I kept talking about throughout the entire video with the lawbreakers, and you tell me if you picked up on this too, Mike, is that they say it keeps it fair and competitive. We fair and competitive. We want the we want they what the, their goal was. They wanted the the actually it's funny. They said they wanted the play to be rewarding. They said when you get killed. They don't want there to be salt because of net code issues. I mean, it's still going to be salt either. I mean, you're rolling your eyes. Yes, there's going to be salt either either way because people are like, oh, he got lucky. Oh, he's not that good. But they don't want the problem to be mechanical. That's the thing. They don't want the problem to be mechanical. Why are you making
1: that face? Because there's no such fucking thing as like an online-based game that's going to be true competitive.
0: That is not true. That is not
1: true. There is always lag. There is always going to be someone salty. There is always there is no to way to factor out this problem until till technology, aka internet providers, fix their shit Dude, and actually get set up. We
0: were playing smooth online games with slower internet seven years ago, ten years ago. We can, You can do this. You need to have low latency servers. Now, the problem, that you, the problem that you're talking about may come from the fact that they may try to throw everybody into a pool and have people from California playing people from New York. And yes, that will cause an issue. But if they are smart, one, if they have a server browser, that yes. would be awesome. But I don't know. I don't know how they're going to have a server browser. They did not have one when I played the beta. Right? So mm-hmm. I can't say they are. Um, but if you play regionally, you won't have those problems. When I was playing Counter Strike Competitive in Cal, we did not have major lag issues. When I was playing Competitive. Who were you playing against, though? Was it in the
1: area? Was it just like confined to like a certain area of the US? Uh, depends. Like, so
0: I know our clan, we had a server in New York City.
1: And server. Be- oh, okay. So you we had, had a, had a clan server in New York, in New York City, but we mm-hmm.
0: had people from. The Eastern, like we had people from, like I would say, I would say Southeastern Canada playing. Uh, We had people from, actually, as far as Tennessee playing sometimes, and it wasn't an issue. Um, Usually with Unreal Tournament, what we did was there would be, we would take, we would go to each person's server for for a game, right? And whichever server had the lowest ping, that's the server you play at. Most of the time we played on servers in St. Louis because what we found was that, most of the games we were play, people had an average ping of like thirty. So you have a bunch of players with thirty millisecond ping to a server. You're gonna have a smooth game. Now a land game would definitely is definitely a bit different, and it's a plays a it actually actually uh, smoother. But still, we were able to play competitive with no salt in terms of latency. Like people weren't getting out of matches. They only won that match because they had ping advantage. That was not happening
1: no but you're decreasing your size pool and who's to say that people in california aren't better than you you don't know that until you actually have to like go and play them
0: dude that's the thing like <laughs> we, we ran these leagues like you ran them regionally so you had east coast leagues you had a, for cal you had an east coast and a west coast right if you were that serious if you were that serious about being a pro gamer you went to cal so what the way it works, so let's, let's just take a second and explain how this works. If you For those people who don't know what Cal is, it stands for Cyber Athlete Amateur League. You had an East Coast League, you had a West Coast League. And there were champions of those leagues. However, if you were Cal Open, that's where everybody got to play. If you were that good, you got to move out of Cal Open into Cal Main, so there was a smaller team pool for those regions. If you were be- that good, you actually went to Cal I. Now, Cal I was mostly kind of like a practice league for true professionals so even if they won or they didn't win in cal i leagues it almost didn't matter because all of those teams were going to cpl which is cyber uh athlete professional league and those people played on land so if you're actually talking about finding the best of the best of the best and you know what will be esports team now those people are going to meet during lands that's the thing yeah those people and are going to meet and that's that's on, that's, yeah, it's all fine. That's on a land. But you, you said earlier that you can't have competitive games on, on the internet. And yes, you can, because we did that. We did it when people had slower internet, mm-hmm. you know, 10 years ago. Slower internet. So you can
1: internet. confine it to a region, but unless you like, a lot of games don't confine to regions very well, or they just do like NA in general. Or they'll do, like, south or whatever. Now, you can buy a router, and you can, like, trick it to basically lock out all other whatevers and just have it only play matches with people locally. Now, I mean, if fucking uh, LawBreakers is going to do, like, like specific region, I mean, then, yeah, sure, whatever. It'll be fine. But, like, I'm not going to
0: hold my fucking breath. Yeah, well, they, from the video, they sound like they were very concerned with making sure that the game played competitively. It also has to do with how they program the netcode and how heavy it is, how well it responds across the internet. I mean, back when I played... Yeah, back, but the best netcode
1: in the world ain't gonna fix shit internet.
0: Well, yeah, like, I mean... but Like,
1: be- too, Michigan person in bump nowhere, who has to deal with his basic DSL because he can't... because af- his provider is the only provider and that's all they offer. Sorry about you.
0: Yeah, well, that person in the in that system for lawbreakers probably wouldn't play lawbreakers that long because they'd actually be at a disadvantage. So it and would...
1: then they, and they yeah, so then they just stop playing. Exactly. Or or they keep playing and just say fuck it, and everyone else is like well, whatever, you know. Because I mean, people do it for like I mean, Call of Duty syndrome. We have people playing Call of Duty online that fucking like have shit internet, but they play anyway. Right. If huh. it's a good enough game. What's that? If it's a good enough game, or a more mainstream game, people do that. They don't really care about the Renault. They'll play it like laggy as shit and not
0: care. Right. Well, like I said, in this system, this is actually put put them at a disadvantage. What Overwatch tried to do is it tried to give people who had shitty internet st- a chance to play still. But that actually puts people who have decent internet and a good connection at a disadvantage. And that's, that, that's kind of part of the problem. Like, I, for the other day, I hooked a Mercy and clear and plain sight, right? I hooked her. She was not uh, out of my view. I hooked her. It clicked. And then all I did was see her move to the right. Like, she never got clicked. And my hook broke. Like, come on. Like, that that that's a pain in the ass. And it shows that the Overwatch team, I'm not saying it's a problem. It's not a problem. But it's a totally different mentality. And part of the problem with competitive mode is that how can you truly be competitive when your net code isn't competitive. When your net code isn't set to be fair, you know, to people who have, you know, lower no pay. And I'm I'm sorry, but that's not like a poverty issue. Like you don't have like, you know, it's not a poverty issue because people make it's just you don't you don't have good internet in your area. You know, some of the most poverty stricken areas have dope ass internet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Camden, New Jersey you could get a hundred meg per second internet connection, but the reason it wouldn't be good is because somebody's probably going to jack it. You know <laughs> that's the only difference. But that's what I'm saying. Like it's not a it's not a power thing. They're not. You know they're only disadvantaged because their fucking internet service providers don't. um, You know refuse to update their infrastructure. Talking to you, Comcast, Center City, Philadelphia, with the shitty internet. The fuck is wrong with you? But um. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, the, the, that's that's mainly what I'm talking about. I didn't want to come here and just talk about fucking, you know, Lawbreaker's Netcode and how wonderful it was. But the the main point of this is that Overwatch is more of a friendly game. Like, they want you to play together with your friends. And even though they do have a competitive mode, it's only competitive to a certain degree. You know, and that's just a, That's one of the issues that we kind of have to deal with and that's one of the issues I think Overwatch esports is going to have too because this goes into the balancing of the characters too we've seen it how do you balance a character so that a noob can play it but then a an expert doesn't exploit it this is why they can't touch Widowmaker even though people are crying for them to make changes to Widowmaker they can't they can't make changes to her you know she used to be I thought she was fine when she originally came out I don't see a problem with her one shot in a Zenyatta. Zenyatta should keep his ass out of the line of sight. <laughs> Duck. You know, get out of the way. So, but, you know, that's, that's part of the problem. I mean, I don't want this to be, I don't want people to take me at this as, you know, me shitting on Overwatch or taking an opportunity to shitting on Overwatch. I'm not trying to do that. But it's just that the net code or how they, you can see their, their, their true intentions with the game and how they want it to be played. Through like, through the net code. Lawbreakers is definitely gonna be way less uh um inclusive. I'll I'll tell you that much. And same thing with Quake Live, to be honest with you. Ha- I haven't heard I haven't seen any dev diaries from the Quake Live team, but it really seems like their focus is competition. It feels like Quake Live is being completely built around Quake competition. Quake Champions? Sorry, Quake Live, yes, yeah, so Quake Champions. Quake Live is the other one. So Quake I was Champions. like, wait.
1: I was like, wait a second. Are we talking about
0: yeah, so Quake Champions is is totally built around competition, and basically they'll just you know let the regular people play how they want to play. I mean that's how Unreal Tournament was built. To be honest with you, Unreal Tournament, without well, the original, uh, but like when you get into two K three and two K four, it Dude. was really built around competition.
1: When you and, got into two Ks, it did, yeah.
0: Yeah, but then the other thing I think the, that those games really balanced out because. For competition, you have small servers. You have four v four for deathmatch, five v five for CTF, maybe two spectator slots. But if if like a regular person got in, a noob got in, you went to like thirty man servers and shot rockets across the screen and had a wonderful time. You know, it was wonderful. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. So I bet it's more fun than the new one world tournament. I really hope they change it. I've I've actually been dipping into the alpha for that recently. Um it's it's actually pre alpha. It's the Quake Quake nowhere. Champions. Huh? Quake not, Live or Quake Champions? Not Quake Champions, I'm talking about Unreal Tournament. There's a pre alpha. Oh for yeah, Unreal that Tournament. I played a little bit of that. Yeah, there's no like first of all, it's hard to find somebody online, but second of all, it's nowhere near ready for the mainstream. I actually but I, I've been <laughs> seeing people I've seen I i I actually watched a stream today with people competing. Like they were doing 1v1 deathmatch.
1: Oh, where there's Unreal Tournament, there's always a competition. Don't, don't... There's Anytime there's an Unreal... Anytime, like, Unreal Tournament is even, like, brought up, like, there's some kind of tournament competition yeah. going that on for it. Thing- People are still holding 2K4 tournaments, I know, somewhere. Yeah. So, well, I that mean, that shit doesn't thing, die. The
0: one thing I was, I was just disappointed about with Quake Champions is that there's probably not going to be any opportunities for 1v1s. And, you know, Unreal Tournament... There would definitely be. Well, there will be one v ones. It's going to be pretty special. But well, that's a different podcast, right? This <laughs> Overwatch. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's just. I wanted to bring that up because I thought that was interesting. You know, you can see two totally different approaches from these games, and this is why mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think. You know, I, I think I said "quote unquote" competitor because I don't think these two games are going to intersect. First no, of, not at all. Yeah, like I don't think people who just sit who play and enjoy Overwatch are gonna be like okay i'm I'm gonna go play lawbreakers now because lawbreakers is definitely um not saying that overwatch plays on skill That's not the truth but it's definitely gonna focus more on skill you'll probably be able to do things like carry teams depending on how good you are stuff like that Mm. um so i don't think we're gonna see a migration of people from overwatch to that or to quake champions um from a competitive scene honestly it comes down to money we know blizzard had, you know, Jeff Kaplan probably swims in the the Blizzard Gold Vault once a week, right? You know, to keep his strength up. But so Blizzard has super deep pockets. But you know, I don't know how much money Blizzard actually wants to put into esports um, versus Lawbreakers and then Quake Champions. Now, Lawbreakers is from Boss Key. I j- unless they can manage to get a bunch of sponsors, I can't see them drumming up enough money for them to draw competitive players from Overwatch away. Quake Champions is a different story. Now, Bethesda and Take-Two... Sorry, not not Take-Two, but uh, Bethesda and ZeniMax aren't Blizzard Activision for sure. But they do have pretty deep pockets. They did make Skyrim, you know? So, uh, you know, if they're... Since Quake Live is... Oh, God, Quake Live again. Since Quake (laughs) Champions is really built for competition, I think we might see them putting more money than normal into that game. And if they put enough money, that's where the pro players gonna go, to be honest with you. Because that's what happened with League of Legends and Heroes of New earth here's a New earth was the more competitive game. League of Legends threw money at uh, you know, their tournaments pro players went to League of Legends. That's a whole story arc right there. <laughs> so um but we'll see. I mean do I want Overwatch to take the net code approach? more competitive corporate? actually i do uh but you don't mike no
1: no i'm just saying it's not gonna happen
0: it's not gonna happen no 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 no. not gonna happen totally not um but i would love that but at the same time it, you know it will cause problems for some people and, and i just that's just the bottom line but let's move into our weekly updates <sighs> weekly <What>? updates <laughs> all right so a couple of quick weekly updates well hopefully a couple quick weekly updates uh first of all subtitling is on the way. Uh there was a forum pro- post where somebody uh said, you know, they're deaf or clo- at least close to deaf and they play Overwatch. And um you know, they they can't hear cues they can't hear when diva is tossing her mech they can't hear when soldier turns on his alt they can't hear that so you know they you know they're basically like you know please provide subtitles then he actually kind of rags on them for saying that thou put subtitles back in half life uh you know so you know he's surprised that blizzard isn't you know at least up to date with that so there was a response um that i'm pulling up now from jeff kaplan um and actually, he said that, you know, the Uprising event is the first event to support subtitles. That was part of the original post. But Jeff Kaplan says yes. And he says, now uh, we have uh, now, oh, we now have some of the underlying tech and systems in place to proliferate sorry subtitle support to other parts of the game. The team is very passionate about adding subtitle support. So, uh, for those of you who are deaf, which, I mean, I guess you really wouldn't be listening to this podcast, right? Or you know, partially deaf, it wouldn't uh, you know wouldn't um, you, you really can't hear the, the 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 cues that well. Now they're going to have subtitles, and actually maybe even some players who would um, who would like to get visual confirmation of a cue. You know, maybe they'll they'll make it so that it only comes up when somebody is doing their alt or something like that. Or giving us a, a status message, technically speaking, it's a status message like when somebody says, I need healing, or uh, when somebody says, you know, get the objective, that's a status message. And I imagine, mm-hmm. uh, when somebody says they're old, saying whatever it is, that's also a status message. So that is on the way. Also, there are new maps on the way. Uh, me and Mikey already kind of talked about this by accident because I thought we talked about it last week, but we did not. Uh, somebody was, um, complaining well actually it says two maps a year enough question mark and they say overwatch's anniversary is almost here just a month away from now and it concerns me that they only released two maps in a one year span i remember jeff saying they were working on a few maps last year around november or december but so far we've only seen one new map this year with the anniversary just around a corner and about half of this year already passed are we gonna get are we gonna get in one new map or any at all it's disappointing to be honest. Uh, Jeff's responses. we currently have three maps in development, all past the initial playtesting phase that the standard maps, uh, that are standard maps, Quick Play Comp, while something could always change, all three of those maps, all three of those are looking likely for release this year. We also have three. Actually, I said two earlier. We also have three non-standard maps in development. We also have a few other experiments going on. Hopefully, this will satisfy some of what you're looking for. We want to play on these maps as badly as you guys do. We'll work as fast as we can. So, there are new maps on the way. Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> You'll be fine. Now, finally, uh, this for a weekly update. There is actually a... Uh, there's a Reddit post from Overwatch University that we thought was pretty cool. Uh where the uh, basically their call out locations on King of the Hill maps. So if you're playing King of the Hill and you're trying to communicate or communicate, ooh, I'm I'm on a roll today. Communicate with your team.
1: <laughs> Calling Quake champions Quake Live. Can't yeah. say
0: communicate. You're yeah. just <laughs> I'm on top of things tonight, folks. Uh but if you cannot communicate with your or sorry, if you're trying to communicate with your team, uh there are actually some pretty detailed uh images that show you what each point on the map is called. It's brilliant, learn it, use it. Mike really likes it. He didn't even show that much excitement in pre-show. Alright, we got a, we got a good thing going I, on. There. I threw
1: that in my like group's Discord and I'm like, learn this shit, we're using it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I actually, I'm, I'm not going to, you know what I'll do, because uh, last week I, I tweeted out some of the photos from the, uh, you know, some of the photos from the the, the the data we used. I think this week I'll tweet out some of these images along with the links to each picture that you can, so you can see, you know, actually, because each, each link or each image is actually multiple images, they're galleries, so they show each point from multiple locations right they show each mm-hmm. point from multiple locations um oh, sorry multiple locations but multiple vantage points and you can see, really see like what everything's connect uh, what everything's called and where it is it's very very useful the only problem you might run into is that people who play with you especially you know uh uh, randoms they just don't, yeah. they don't know what you're talking about that's the only don't, thing
1: don't use this
0: with your solo queuing no use it with your solo queuing spread the knowledge cause somebody's gonna be like what the fuck is main <laughs> you know <laughs> I mean yeah I mean it, uh, use it at your own
1: uh, At what's it called fuck what's that word? now you got me fucked up yes discretion no.
0: <laughs> don't blame me for your failures Mike
1: Blame me for all my
0: failures. Oh, well, yeah, that's what friends are for. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, but this is actually really cool. I'm gonna it's gonna be in the show notes, obviously, but it's also going to be uh we're also going to put it in the um on Twitter. So at Watchpoint Radio, twitter.com slash watchpoint radio, if you haven't already followed us. So and if you have, thank you. <laughs> um so Moving on, we are going to get into our community feedback now. Now, I, you know, I'm terrible at this community feedback thing, apparently, because I, I miss feedback sometimes. People talk on the Discord. I'm like, oh, yeah, talk to Discord. I'll check. I'll catch it. And then I don't catch it. That's a failure on my part. Email us. Miss the email. I'm sorry. I'm not perfect. I'm sorry. Uh, but, you know. Well, uh, Steve- how
1: dare you? Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> you
0: yeah how dare you
1: sorry that's my i'm cr- disappointed <laughs> i mean you can blame this you can blame this failure on me since i blame all my failures on you but whatever well, it's fine
0: because that's what friends are for For. <laughs> uh but yeah so uh steve d12 did uh give us a little feedback actually it was more of a question and i missed it so sorry about that steve uh but he asked which character do you think or characters what so yeah Which character do you think gets the fewest play of the game and which gets the most? So, let's start with fewest. Mikey. Anna. Anna gets the fewest play of the game. I mean, flat. who would get less? You said that the other day, and I'm like, you know what? I cannot disagree, because I really can't think of anybody else. Um... I'll say maybe. Well, no, no it's Sombra? Sombra. It's not Sombra. No,
1: because she can she can hack. She just she just blows her freaking you know whatever, and then pff, mope the shield people down, and it's over. And hey, look at that! You just got play of the game. Hey, you could do that. Teleport out and get like assist kills, and you probably just got play of the game.
0: So very true. I am gonna go with Anna as well. I cannot think of a single person that would get less play of the game than Anna. Um, who gets the most play of the games? It's a little harder. Mercy or F- Farah? You think? Okay, I was gonna say Mercy too, and it's bullshit.
1: <laughs> it's either Farah or Reaper. If it's not Mercy,
0: really? I don't think it's either of those. Because well, th- the thing about Mercy, what do you think, Diva?
1: Because D.Va's easy.
0: No. I mean, you just launch your mech in and everything just dies. Well, but. people hide from Diva really. We'll, we'll go into this first, and then we'll come back to Mercy and her bullshit. But well, <laughs> <laughs> Diva, People die from Diva rarely. Like, she'll get one or two now, you know? Unless she gets really, really good placement, right? I mean, she steals him from Zarya. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then Reaper, honestly... Be- because Roadhog gets played so frequently, whenever Reaper get- starts his ult, I just see a Roadhog turn around, hook him, and kill him. I rarely see Reaper get play of the game now. Okay. You know, the last one I got was actually a few months ago. <laughs> and it was on... Um anubis i jumped from one of the rafters and even before i hit the ground i was like halfway to the ground i hit the q button so i had already started and then basically i just tried jumping around and i actually got the Roadhog to miss me and then i was like ah, i got it play the game you know so that was the last one i got Farrah, um if she has support she can get play of the game but I, I just don't see her i don't think i, I think it's you know it, it's probably mercy right with her bullshit and most because most mercies just sit around and wait for that team to die, they fly and they press q that's it, you know, except this one mercy apparently where this 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 gif is going around where the mercy flies underneath fucking uh the power plant on um King's Row. Well, I don't. I don't think that was play of the game. I think that was just a clip. Really? That should have been play yeah. of the game because that was an amazing rez. She flies underneath the power plant. Reses, turns around while she's floating down, just not low enough to die, and then flies back up. I'm like, that was totally worth it. You get that? You know.
1: Probably wasn't. Probably wasn't play of the game because there's only two bodies though. But.
0: Well, it's yeah, but still. That that should no, played the game. It
1: was boss. It was boss as hell. Like oh, that. Yeah. Like that's the pro mercy. Well, you have to rely on your teammates not to fucking move so you can get back. Very true. But,
0: Very true. But you now um, for the most part, Mercy's yeah. fucking like it's just sit back. I mean, I don't know. Like I, I follow a certain cosplayer and she plays mercy a lot, and I get so mad every time she posts her shit because I, it's just her standing behind a wall. And her teammates are fucking dying, and then like she rushes in, boop, the play brings them back up and play the game. So, I hate that shit. I think if it's not mercy, I would say Reinhardt. I see tons of Reinhardt plays of the game because he does his he does his uh, Earth Shatter, and then Wait. he cleans up. He does he either does his Earth Shatter and clean up. Or he does his Earth Shatter, and his team cleans up. But because he did Earth Shatter, he gets credit for all those kills.
1: I mean, I think he gets denied that at the same time, though, because I've seen Zarya, you know, use Orb she and launching damage in, but like someone else takes the kill for it, takes all the kills for it. Um, I think, but Earth- I would, I would think Bastion gets more play of the games than.
0: Uh, Reinhardt does. I don't see a lot of Bastion play of the games, to be honest with you. I mean, when the well, Bastion meta started, I Not anymore, I more, maybe. But... Maybe not anymore. On console, he was always getting play of the game. <laughs> For a while. Well, I guess
1: it's that's that's a good question. Are we talking, like, I, I guess, like, overall throughout this year, who's had the most? Or are we just talking, like, right now, who's getting the most? I would imagine right now, is what he means. I, my answer is going to be Mercy. Like, Mercy, there's not a doubt in my mind, Mercy gets more play of the games than anybody else.
0: Okay, I, I will agree with that, and I will also say that it's it's complete horseshit. So,
1: <laughs> look, pressing Q is hard. You don't understand.
0: If you may, which, do you not have a pinky, like shit.
1: I mean, that's hard, man. I gotta like move my finger.
0: I'm done with you. We're gonna move <laughs> on to the next feedback. I am Matt AF. Um, he actually gave us some feedback about the SR reset. And uh, here he is. He says, all right, you asked for feedback on the SR Reset. Well, well, let's get into it. First off, I'm all for it. I like the idea of a fresh start each season. It gives those who have, who may have had a bad season a chance to get where they would like to be. In terms of a Diamond Master GM, I really don't see the problem for them. If anything, I think it'll be fun to smack around lower skill players for a couple games. LOL. And what I mean is if they are good, they shouldn't have any worries. I look forward to hearing what you have to say about this. And as always, thanks for all the hard work you guys do. You're welcome. I actually missed that part before. I just kind of copied and pasted it. Uh, but thank you very much. Um, so I think I, I think that I don't think there should be an SR reset, to be honest with you. Um, I think that you should probably like your placement matches – Should start exactly where you left off. And then you may go down 100 or up 100 from there, depending on how your placement matches went, right? I mean, I think the problem with resetting the SR, which a lot of people, a lot of the lower tier players, of course, is what they want, because a lot of them got thrown down into, not thrown down, but, you know, they, they may have had a bad season, a bad set of matches, especially because of the, um, the lost streak multiplier, which is now gone, which I think that's what started the conversation last week, you know, because the lost streak multiplier is now gone so now it's it's more fair like placement and where people go will be much 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 more fair. Uh, right? Right. Um, in that aspect, I can see it, but now the, thing, the, fun, not the funny thing, but the thing about it is, is those people who got fucked by the lost streak are now going to have a much harder time moving up. You know, back to where they are. So accurate, yeah. Like, I'm not. A, I, for the, I think for the most part, I'm against the SR reset. But I don't know. Maybe SR reset for everybody underneath gold. <laughs> no. Why not? I
1: say reset once a year, or they've if they've done a massive change to the SR system, flush reset everybody.
0: But don't you think the the multiplier system that people rode up to diamond and yeah, that's a
1: massive that's a massive sr change i
0: would flush so you okay so you are actually pro sr reset with this change
1: it with because they did a massive change to the how the sr system works
0: yes okay
1: reset but if they haven't changed anything i say reset it once a year
0: I, I agree with the change that like, well, I agree with the you know SR reset that they make a major change. I'm not even sure if I agree with the once a year thing cuz what difference does it make? Once a year, right? Mm, I mean if, if you can, if if within a full year you cannot pull yourself out of bronze to at least silver or from silver to gold, maybe you actually belong down there. Which it's tough because Overwatch is a team game. I think well oh shit, man. I think the SR system needs to be reworked, period. The SR system needs to be re- it needs to be reworked to reflect how good you did with your team. As opposed to just winning or losing. Because you could play phenomenally. You could play great. And then just get losing SR anyway. And like you get negative SR, which is part of the problem. You know? Yeah.
1: But then, anytime I say
0: they do a massive change, I'm saying flush the system and reset it. Yes, that well, that's what you have. That's kind of what you have to do if people were because the, the the multipliers were unfair for or were unfair for people on the law side, and then also they people game the system. Like, dude, I mean, it's I'm not the only one. How many people have seen some of these streamers that are in master, and then they don't play well? They just don't play well. It's they're being carried by their team. I've seen so many streamers do that, and it makes me so angry to see that you know i like it just like it kind of it almost makes it feel like it it doesn't matter so i do agree they should have um an SR reset it would give less incentives for good players to carry up other players cuz it's going to take so long and because it's going to take a really long time there's more of a chance for them to lose SR so i mean it's a sense, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of a sense of issue the SR reset would definitely benefit lower tier players more. Um, but you know, higher tier players Yeah, I, I think I mean eventually they'd get back up to where they were, yes. But I doubt those players had it easier. I mean, I play with a guy now who is uh he's masters level. But I mean I remember playing with him two seasons ago and it was a struggle for him for him to get from gold to platinum, platinum to diamond, diamond to master. He did not breeze up there at all. And for some people, they're just like, I just don't want to do that again because it's rough. It's very frustrating. It's mentally draining. So I, I it's kind of unfair to those players that have an SR reset every single season. Not to mention, if masters players are coming down to gold level and playing gold level players and smacking them around, that totally destroys the experience of those lower level players. Not to mention, even if a platinum player that's stuck in gold because he keeps running into master levels players and he keeps losing. That's also not fair. So I don't think that's a great idea. So that, I guess that's, that's where we stand on that. SR reset every, every major SR change other than that, leave it in place.
1: Yeah. Cause I mean, if you're going to change how the system works and reset it to where you can actually get a valid test instead of having all that leftover, shit that you change affect your current test
0: yep. case closed good talk yep <laughs> all right yeah i mean Can like, we just fucking agree yeah, we did agree we did agree look at that the fuck love is in the air me. man love is in the air now <laughs> oh man And actually it's funny me and mike were having a conversation where mike says i hate everything involving feelings and love and i just said love is in the air he's like oh no <laughs> Mikey hates love, <laughs> not me.
1: <laughs> ja
0: hates character development uh-huh. That's what I said. We're not gonna have this argument on the show <laughs> <laughs> uh okay, um, let's get into an uh a community discussion which actually we pushed back from last week um and by the way, you don't just have to contact us regarding the community discussion or anything we talk about, feel free to you know send us a message. But, uh, the question this week, I want to kind of talk about should Overwatch allow players to give some type of commendation for good teamwork. And this came from a forum post. <laughs> Sorry, Mikey's already doing things with his head and I'm going to get into that a little later, <laughs> but, um, you know, this came from a forum post from a player that was trying to say, you know, toxicity is a problem. Throwing is a problem. um, and he says one way that he thinks would be good to get rid of it is that if, you know, every week Overwatch players had a certain amount of commendations they can give players that work together well with a team and, you know, stuff like that. And maybe if they get so many of these commendations, they get something, right? Perhaps you get so many of these commendations. This He didn't say this by himself off the top of my head. You get so many of these commendations and bam, you get extra CP points, you know, competitive points. I said CP points, that's redundant, but competitive points, right? Um, or or maybe you get an extra loot box, something like that. Now I think the main I don't know if I'm cutting Mikey off here or not, but the main concern may be that some people will abuse this. Some people will take it and only use it for their ding, friends. Ding, and, you know, ding, stuff like that.
1: Ding, ding, <laughs> ding. That is the correct answer, yes, because we are humans. We will learn how to game the system and abuse the fuck out of it because it's been done. Yes. I've seen it done. Okay. It's been done. Okay. They gamed it and then they took away the rewards.
0: (laughs) All right. Here's my stance on that. This isn't some type of government welfare program that that we actually have to spend resources into. If somebody wants to take all of their commendations and give it to their friend, and then their friend gets, at the end of the season, their friend gets an additional, I don't know, 500 CP. Or their friend gets an additional loot box every couple months. Or every, I don't give a fuck. I don't care about that. I mean, me personally, I mean, I don't like none of y'all. So I would just give it to people who are using teamwork. I'm joking. I, you know, I do like y'all. But, um... No, as i I think that the system would be used well by some people, and sure, some people would game it. Okay. Fine. It's just CP. It's just a loot box. So maybe they don't do loot boxes, right? They will not do loot boxes because that's
1: money out of their pocket. Yeah,
0: is there no loot boxes, so that means also no X no extra XP. Extra C P. You can't buy that shit, you know, anyway. I mean you can't like there's no other way to get golden weapons. Except, you know, play competitive mode and maybe this mode. I think it's fine. You know, just because somebody can abuse it doesn't mean you should take it away from them. I think it's a good system to implement. Mikey disagrees, maybe because of his point, but like, you know, he, Mikey thinks everybody's there just
1: going to. There is abuse no, it. there. I mean, there is no, you're not going to, it's not going to quell anything. I mean, if you want some free CP, sure, let's
0: implement it. Dude. But like,
1: it's not going to quell. It doesn't have
0: to solve the problem 100%. It just needs to help reduce the issue. That's all. It needs to help reduce the issue. Something has to be done about these people throwing these games. Something has to be done about that. Something has to be done about people, you know. It's called fix the reporting system. Yes, but then again, like we, you know, we talked about that last week. They have the poor teamwork thing now. That's probably yeah, going that's into somebody's junk to the mail.
1: mail. The junk mail. Yeah. <laughs>
0: the equivalence
1: of junk mail yes, is pretty exactly. much how I understood that. Exactly.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, they, 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 okay, fine. They could do something about reporting. But, you know, they, they work at a snail's pace, man. You know that.
1: Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> they're busy making skins to make money instead of, like, actually doing the stuff that supports their game. They'd rather do the stuff that supports their game but makes money. Yes. Yes. Because so, uh, I mean money. <laughs> I mean, they are a business
0: because money. Let's let's reality check. They're a business. That is a completely valid reason because money. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. I mean, I think it'll be a good idea. Mikey disagrees. Who whose side are you on? Church of jaw Cult of Keylock. Make your decision, uh, or just have another opinion. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, we'd like to hear from you guys on the weekly discussion. What do you guys think about that? Should Overwatch allow players to give some type of commendation for good teamwork? So, but that is going to be the end of our show. We would like to hear from you guys regarding your over, your Overwatch stories. Uh, If you have any uh, funny stories or uh, uh, painful stories in Overwatch that you like to share with us, um, you know that would uh, we would love to hear them and maybe share them on the show. Actually, I do have an Overwatch story. I'm not sure if, uh, if uh, Tooth Dirk meant to. I'm pretty sure it was Tooth Dirk. Let me double check if it was Tooth Dirk. But I'm not sure if he if he meant this as an Overwatch story. But he was on the Discord talking about how one night he went seven and zero, and the very next day he went zero seven. <laughs> like it was. You know, it's almost like, hmm, that sounds a lot like Forced fifty. Doesn't it? It does. It sounds a lot like Forced fifty. Oh uh, yeah, actually here it is. Oh I'm sorry. It was went yeah, it was seven today, seven oh the other the day before. Head scratcher. <laughs> hey, I don't know, I do not seem like much of a of a head scratcher to me. You know? Yeah. You get placed in shitty batches when you like, you know, you do that well. This guy's winning too much. So that's what that sounds like. But yeah, I mean, if you had, I'm not sure if you meant that to be an Overwatch story, but, um, yeah, we love to hear your Overwatch stories, so please send them in. Uh, we have a PS4 community, an Xbox One club, and a Discord server, uh, for anyone who wants to, uh, interact with us. Uh, so on PS4 and Xbox One, it's called Watchpoint Radio Overwatch. Just look for those, uh, communities or clubs on your console, and hopefully we'll get to play together soon. And, um,. The Discord server is discord.mash4.me. So discord.mash the number 4 and me. Uh, me, Sorry. Uh so yeah, um check us on Discord. We have more and more people join Discord all the time. Um even though I can't really see the people who I I can see the people who join the Discord server from their phones, right? They show up as offline but the only time you show up as online is when you're actively in the server so if you hop on the server right if you hop on the discord server and i haven't given you community access yet just jump into the watchpoint radio channel and um yeah just if you jump on the watchpoint radio channel and just let me know you're there and i'll give you community status uh right now it just gives you a few more abilities not much but we're i'm looking to add something to that so definitely let me know so i can get you your status Uh, always as always always like to talk about heroes of overwatch because they have the dankest of the dank overwatch names not to mention they have tons of people that play overwatch that are uh generally very friendly i know there's a bastion man over there still but i forgave him for that um And, um, yeah, it's definitely a great Facebook group to join uh, if you're looking for people to play with, if you're looking to keep up with what's going on in Overwatch, because, you know, they do generally keep up with that stuff. So I would highly recommend uh, checking those guys out. And, uh, yeah, that's going to bring us to the end of our show. Thank you for listening, as always. Um, We're available on multiple platforms. We're on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Apple apparently is separating... The namespace, you know, so on iOS devices, it's called Apple. It's called Apple Podcasts now. If you just no, but
1: that's the innovation, Jaw. That is the (laughs) Apple innovation.
0: You don't understand. Yeah, on on your Apple devices, you'll see that that app for for podcasts is now called Apple Podcasts. If you're on a PC, it's still you still it's an iTunes. So we're on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. For iOS, Overcast for iOS, Google Play Music, Stitcher Smart Radio, Player.fm, Pocketcast, SoundCloud, RSS feeds, also Podbean, and links for each platform are right available are each links for are available for each platform right on the Masters Buttons website. On social media, we are on twitter.com slash watchpoint radio. That's our main Twitter account for this show. We are on Twitter.com slash MTB site. Facebook.com slash smash those buttons and YouTube.com slash smash those buttons. We got something special coming to YouTube soon. Got to talk to Andres because it was supposed to be this week, but obviously that did not happen. So, got to talk to him about that. Um, we always encourage you guys, please reach out to us. We love hearing from you. And I will try my best to make sure I get to your message. Um, But you can reach us uh, at WPR at MashlessButtons.com. We have a contact form on the website. Uh, You can comment on SoundCloud or directly on um, the website for uh, this podcast episode. You can contact us on Facebook. Uh, So, yeah, just reach out to us. Twitter, too. Uh, Actually, we didn't do that. Mikey, tell me what your Twitter is twitter is k e y
1: underscore l o c k e underscore
0: yes and my uh twitter is underscore ja underscore so it's underscore j a a underscore uh if you enjoy the podcast you want to help us out uh the best way to do that right now is to uh tell others about the show and also to rate and review our podcast on your platform of choice that is a very huge help and Thank you to everybody who has given us a rate and a review. I think we're a four and a half stars now. So thank you very okay. much.
1: Thanks everybody. Yeah. It's really appreciate. I really appreciate that. That's actually really awesome. Thanks. Yeah.
0: Actually. Yeah. I never told you the rating before. I don't think Mike. No, you
1: know, you don't tell me any numbers ever. <laughs> and I'm almost like, okay with that. Cause then I just, then I don't like stress out and panic about it. Yeah. I was like, just,
0: I'd rather just, just not know. Just get on the podcast, <laughs> get on this microphone and talk.
1: <laughs> okay I'm here yeah. I hope someone's listening <laughs> yeah
0: so yeah thank you very much for uh for, for the for the kind words and the reviews and such um as always I encourage you to stay uh, stay tuned to what's coming on sh- uh, this week on Those buttons uh you can also go to matchesbuttons.com slash shows to see all of our podcasts so uh as always thank you for listening and we will catch you guys next week. See you
1: later. Thanks, everybody. Catch you around.
0: See ya.